Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Hello. There we go. After a false start, it finally worked. There you go. I think it was, yeah. it was definitely. I think it was my end. So, there we yeah. Go. Yeah, that's all good. So it's th- all good. This this is going, this will be a weird conversation, but I have no doubt it's going to be a very interesting conversation in in sort of a multitude of ways. So, um, this is, we probably will touch upon movies at some point, but for the most, this isn't a, a movie related podcast. So, uh, introduce yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Neil Johnson. I'm a director. Uh, I've directed 15 feature films, um, about 20 plus TV shows, 500 music videos. I pretty much just do science fiction because I love it and, uh, I don't have a day job. Uh, well, I mean, this is my day job, shall we say, so I don't have any other job to do. And... My films are getting bigger and bigger and better and better, and and they're they're quite epic. Until now, <laughs> they are. I, th- I think your films are still epic. They definitely are. Well, I I say this. Um, you know, we're 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 ninety percent finished shooting. Two, uh, I would say they were started as films in our television series seasons, television seasons. So we're ninety percent finished. Season one of The Time War, which is a massively big time travel epic uh, TV series, uh, Adolf Hitler traveling through time, rewriting history. And then his it's about his daughter actually is trying to stop him from doing it. And it's kind of a uh, – it's kind of a little bit like Man in the Iron Castle meets uh, – I don't know, the, um, some Lord of the Rings, let's just say uh, – it's 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 much more action based than that, and it's it's you know it's a it's a time war. So there's a lot of war going on. It's you know so it's it's something. It's quite a serious film, um, and that's part of this curse. You know, uh, and uh, it's a curse film. I feel, and it is it is an epic film. <laughs> you I, used the word epic before. It's definitely an epic from what you've told me about it, because it was you know past uh, a couple of months ago we were sitting hanging out together. We'd we'd done sci-fi whales, which was fun. And then oh, yes. um, probably like a couple of weeks after that, we were uh, you were flying a drone in a cemetery, and uh, your drone got waterlogged. And then, then <laughs> the day after, the drone got fixed, and you got some wonderful overhead footage, and you know freaked a couple of my neighbours out, which is always fun, and and stuff yes. like that. So it was good. And uh, you were travelling here, there, and everywhere, bit of Scotland, bit of England, and then you went back to the US, and we swapped a whole bunch of tweets. So it's great. I do. I do miss hanging out with you. Um, so wh- where are you yes. sitting now at this moment in time? I mean, the date is what's so the 14th of November. So we've got like six weeks till the end of the year, effectively. So where are you now, Neil? Uh, right now, I'm sitting in a place called Agora Hills, which is the back of Malibu. Now, for those who know, if watching the news, they had the fires uh, ripped through. Well, you know 
originally uh, they're ripping through the back of Malibu, which is Agora Hills. Um, and then, then they uh, basically we were planning. We were actually in the middle of shooting uh, Age of Darkness, which is another television series I'm doing, which is my, my other epic sci-fi series uh, starring the fabulous Tracy Birdsall. And we were actually preparing for that, and the fires were coming, the big wildfires, specifically the Woolsey Fire, as it's called. And uh, so we drove across and picked up Tracy's two daughters and the dog, uh, and we threw them in. The, we grabbed a few a bunch of their stuff and got them into the truck and the vehicles, and we drove across to Malibu thinking, okay, that Tracy's got a house there. Uh, thinking this would be the safe place because that was the only place you could go. You know, we were being evacuated. So we went that direction and everyone slept. Well, I remember we, you know, it's, it's Tracy's house, but I ended up, you know, we were all sort of crashing there. Let's just say, uh, it was kind of weird because, you know, we, everyone was a bit on edge because the fires were somewhere. And anyway, you know, I was building actually in the middle of building a robot there as well for the film and building sets with all the equipment and pretty much everything I owned was there. Uh, no, well, a few things not, but, and then all of Tracy's stuff obviously was in the house. And then we, we heard the fires were coming. So we got Tracy's, uh, daughters. We sent them up to, um, to Ventura where Tracy's father lives. And we were sort of there as like, we can't really do any film prep right now because it feels, you know, it's a little bit dangerous, but we know the fires are nearby, but let's go have a look, you know, cause I've got cameras and stuff. So I led the, left the good camera and all the good gear, uh, at Tracy's house and the robot, of course. And then we, um, got in the car, drove to where the fires were, started shooting it with a little, little tiny camera that I have. And, all of a sudden, the, you know, right in the middle of it, the fires turned around. So we, the police were yelling, "Get out!" Because we were with all the film, all the news crews and stuff. Because I, you know, I always have to film fire when it happens. It's exciting. Well, Suddenly, the fires making, turned around. You're making science fiction films and stuff. It's, I would think, it's very expensive to replicate fire, isn't it, for your film? So I'm guessing it's like, I'll get some stock footage and maybe use it at some point. Yeah, well, it's post-apocalyptic films too. So you know, it's. And I mean, what are you going to do? Sit on your butt and twiddle your thumbs or go shoot the fire? I mean, it's, it's what I do. So we were shooting. and as Now, I don't know if anyone's seen that. Have you seen there's some footage online of this girl, lady in a car who's praying and driving yes. through the fires and the driving? Yeah. Okay. Well, we were on the other side of that tunnel. And we actually saw her just before we ran from the fire. She drove through. <laughs> Um, we actually saw her drive through. We didn't know her at that time it was her. It's like, wow, how did she get through that? Because uh, there was fires right over the road, like over the road. She drove through it and came out to the sunshine. So she, those tunnels, we were on the other, literally on the other side of that tunnel, and she came out. It's like, wow, and she just kept driving, um, and it was like, woof. I know, you know, because there's people moving their horses. So you know, that's kind of why you're there. And the the police were yelling, just get out. The police ran. We ran, you know, um, and we just kept running because, you know, the fires were coming over the mountain. So we just got down to the PCH, which is the main highway in Malibu. You know, it's the one that's on the beach you see in all the movies. Yeah. We got to the PCH and then we uh, drove north towards Ventura. 
through another evacuation. I mean, there was fire everywhere, you know, I mean, all on the highway and everything, you know, but it's okay. We were safe, you know, look back and there was a massive cloud and, and, uh, you know, th- we end up sleeping at Tracy's father's house then, you know, all, every, the whole, everyone, uh, all, you know, on couches and floors and stuff. And he was very kind. And then Tracy was really worried. Um, so, uh, we, Figured we'd drive back up through uh, up the the 101, which was closed. <laughs> um, couldn't get through that. I figured out there was a back. Yeah, you I know, went through the back streets because the fire. The Tracy's. We we're back to Agora Hills, which is where we started. The fire had completely, and there was horses everywhere. By the way, you know, and they rescued them. Thank God. The fire completely bl- burned the mountain next to Tracy's daughter's apartment. I mean, it's black. Um, and it's very, I mean, it's just amazing, but horrible and you can't breathe. And I would say you can't breathe. It's really bad. Um, and so then we thought, well, let's, we know the back way into Malibu. So let's try that. Cause it was the police were just, the police were disorientated. The fire brigade people had been fighting for 48 hours and like, you know, 40, falling asleep on the job almost. So we, we got back in looking for a house literally i think the only people on this road we drove up canaan road which is a famous road um access into malibu you know the power lines all over the road everywhere yes i have footage um as we drove in got to where tracy's house was power lines uh, and power poles over the road i have a truck i drove over that scraped through a few things got to her house and her house was gone and it was completely flattened there was nothing left. Uh, and I mean, it was the weirdest thing. This, this uh, you know, a day before, it was a beautiful house with all the stuff. The fire had hit it so badly that uh, you couldn't even, there's no refrigerator, for example. She had a giant refrigerator. I had a giant robot uh, in, in the garage, for example, made of steel. It was it was so badly so much heat it had melted. It's there was nothing left, and I mean you could see the photos on my Facebook uh, or my Instagram that directed Neil Johnson. Um, and uh, there, I mean, when I say that there was nothing, there was just nothing. And this is the house we'd shot Rogue Warrior in the Time War, um, uh, Evolution War had been shot there, you know. And it's 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 a famous movie house, and it's a famous personal house for trace issues but it's a home for 16 years i mean i I was looking at some of the shots that tracy had shared and it affected like i remember from it is there was a there's a little wall left there and then there's like a door frame and other than that it's i I can't even imagine i mean now you've mentioned that rogue warrior and, and whatnot was shot there i can go back and look at it and see what the house looked like beforehand but looking at the pictures afterwards i can't even imagine what the house looked like beforehand and usually if you see a you know like a destroyed cottage or something certainly you see a lot of these in the uk don't you can look at them and go there's no windows there's no door the roof's got holes in it but i can still see the house there i can't see any house on the pictures that yourself and tracy had shared there is no house there at all is there there was a three-story house and all you've ba- I mean, I, I can't figure out where it all went. No. The the heat must have been so intense. And she had these big giant high vaulted ceilings and 
the heat must have been so intense it's melted everything. And that's what shocks me the most. It's not like, oh, there's still a bit left here, a bit left there, or look, we found this or that. Um, there's ovens, refrigerators, uh, um, giant doors, you know, antique furniture going back to the 1700s, you know, that she'd collected over the years. Um, I mean, oh, no, you know, and by the way, Tracy isn't rich, just so you know, she's she was barely holding on to, you know, every anything she had. Um, th- th- I mean, there's just nothing plus my, you know, my red camera, um, lenses, uh, robots, sound equipment. I mean, it goes on and on. Costumes, props, blah, 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 blah. We're in the middle of shooting. Uh, and it's, I, and I had a fireproof safe in her garage. That is, we, the garage doors are left for some reason. We looked in, you, it's, it's just not, it's a blob. There's nothing there. So even the fireproof the safe heat, has gone. It's melted. <laughs> um, you know, there must've been explosions, fire explosions in there. And I mean, I, you know, I, the whole thing, you, you know, toilets, for example, um, plumbing systems, this is nothing. And it's, it's so weird. Now, here, here's what happened. The neighbor, uh, Corbin, who's a really nice guy, well, two doors up, uh, he, he was there and he was hosing down his house, you know, to try to stop the fire from hitting his house, you know, because we all would rather protect the house, let's be honest. Um, and then he went to hose. He saw a small fire started on our house. Well, our house, Tracy's house, sorry. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a really nice guy. So you can see the hose was still there, by the way. So he stretched the hose out and started, was going to hose the house down. And then the uh, city of Malibu, Malibu cut the water off. Oh, God. Uh, now, why they would cut the water off in a, in a fire is really strange. But apparently they were diverting water to um, this uh, – um, what would you call it? It's 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 it's, it's a it's a you know it's a, it's the wealthy person's Christian university called Pepperdine. Right. Um, just you know because even though they actually don't pay rates <laughs> to the Malibu City Council, somehow they had the right to steal the water from everybody, and a lot of people lost houses because they started had the, somehow had the right to divert the water, which is kind of stupid. So. Um, there's a lot of people who've lost their houses because of this, you know, this little, you know, stupid political bullshit. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Do um, th- you know what the, the stuff you're going through? I think you're okay if you uh, let out a curse word or ten. I think it's, it's yeah, well yeah. earned. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that, and so just just he, think. I mean that. Just just think the holes would have i mean obviously it's it's better to have a wet house than not a wet house but looking at the the damage do you think the water could have saved the house or is it one of those things you, yes you, you, yes yeah no i believe it could have and i'll tell you why because it was a very tiny fire to start with and he said he could have put it out and uh he protected his house yeah um because his house was first in the line of fire and you, we've you know we see the aerial shots of it you can see where the fire went through, um, and the guy further across from uh, from Tracy's house, uh, he's, he's a lawyer. Um, he was out of town, and that poor guy, you know, hasn't even got in yet. And so, 
you know, he, he's 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 actually a property lawyer, uh, and he's lost everything. They didn't have a chance to run in. Actually, neither did we, but we already had some stuff in the truck. So he had, you know, he didn't even get a chance. So he hasn't even seen his house yet. And um, he was out of town on a business trip with his wife and three children. So it's just, you know, it's terrible. It, it's it's just one of those things. And I've got two two films or TV shows, TV series, big ones, like Game of Thrones type epic TV shows that are 90% shot, have lost a bit of footage, not much, uh, camera gear, everything. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. And I did have backups for most of the footage, thank God. But, you know, the active footage and the, the main equipment burnt up. Like, it's, it's, it's liquid. Um, I mean, so you know, it's that's, got to be that, a whole bunch of mixed emotions at the minute, and I, I'm going through them as well. Because on one hand, you know, the house is gone, which is fucking awful. But then, when you yeah. mentioned you'd rescued a lot of the footage for your films, I'm thinking, thank God for that. So it's it's like it's yeah. weird, isn't it? It's like a whole a whole bunch of different things. And I can't imagine what Tracy's going through, and what you you're going through, and Tracy's daughters are going through. It must be. Are you still in the sort of shock phase? I think you probably would be. I think, but yeah, I, th- I for sure, for yeah. sure, um, you know, hundred percent, and yeah, that's okay. You know, it's it's slowly come to terms with it all. But here's the thing: um, people say, you know, immediately people say, "Oh, you have insurance," blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I know, I have no insurance. I mean, that was I'm one of nothing. the questions. I was talking to Annette about it, and she's, she's got a couple of questions, and I will ask you them, and they're, they're genuine questions, so none of them are snarky yeah. or whatever. One of them was uh, the insurance for the houses, because, I mean, over here in the UK, we're, you know, we can insure houses, this, that, and the other, but there is a clause, the act of God clause. So if the Almighty decides to drop a whirlwind on your house or there's a flood, then insurance companies in the UK go, oh, Act of God, sorry, not having anything. Does that sort of rule apply in the US? Or, I mean, what is the sort of insurance thing on properties uh, in the US? Well, I, I, I know for a fact, well, not for a fact, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say this. I'm pretty sure, from what I'm aware, uh, for Tracy, she she's heavily underinsured. Right. So, um, you know, she's, she's, the contents alone were probably worth you know, so a lot of money. Um, I, uh, she's, she's really, really under, uh, let's just say underinsured to the point where she's, you know, she's, she's lost everything. Um, you can't, you can't rebuild on a piece of land when you don't have enough money to build a house, you know, as an example. So, uh, it's it's not as it's not as glamorous as people think. You know, you think, oh, you're gonna live in Malibu, blah blah blah. It's it's number one, it's a really expensive town to live in. The uh, you know the uh, the the money you pay to the to the local government is you know the the rates you pay are horrendously high. Um, number two, we weren't we well. She's not wealthy. I'm not wealthy. You know, you're barely scraping t- together to to pay off mortgages or whatever barely um and number three as i said you you you've 
a lifetime of uh, memories and contents and money doesn't help. You know, it's it's just one of those situations. It, it it's going to be a long time to get the money anyway. And so right now we we you know we're both in 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 an evacuation zone without anything. Uh, and it uh, you know government assistance is slow to come. And it's it they, the Red Cross has been great, been getting food from them and uh, replacement clothing. Uh, and you know we say without, I mean a couple of jackets and some old shoes and stuff. But. Um, You know, it's it's okay, but it, it doesn't replace anything. It it doesn't put you back on track. You know, I've got my computers that were there, and I've got to replace my computers. Now, thankfully, uh, you know, I've got this really nice friend of uh, um, Marilyn Gigliardi, who was in uh, in my you know in yeah. a few of my films. Yeah. Um. Uh, she uh. She had a friend, so I'm trying to remember his name because. Who's um, said? Oh, you know, I heard you had no computers. So let me send you a, let me send you an old app. Uh, uh, let me send you a, an old um, uh, seventeen-inch laptop. You know, yeah. so his name's Dave, Dave Witt, and he was just nice enough Dave. to say, "I've got a spare laptop." I said, "You know, it's it's that sort of stuff." Um, uh, you know, so people have been really nice helping us out. Um, well, I know sort of a lot of the news. Co- I mean, we are getting a lot of news coverage over here. I learned that there was a thing called a fire nado. I didn't even know that was a real thing. And I remember speaking to you on Twitter about it, going, "I've just learned this thing exists, and I've seen video footage of it. It's insane. It looks like something out of one of your films, but these are real things." And so we're getting a lot of coverage. You know, Scott Derrickson, the director of Doctor Strange, has lost his house, and Jared Butler and Miley Cyrus, and and we are getting a lot of coverage. And I've heard people in my workplace who are generally talking about the fires, going, "Oh, these movie stars, and they've lost their house, and oh, I bet they're well mad. They've just they've they've probably got about five houses anyway." And there is a lot of that that presume because people live in. Hollywood, California, Malibu, that they are all Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men, and you know they they open the drawers yeah. in the morning and money falls out, and it's not, <laughs> not that the, be nice? you know, we, yeah, we all wish that was the case, and there probably are people like that, but that's not the yeah. majority of the population who were evacuating on the, the PCH and who who were driving through tunnels and yourself and Tracy and. You are people that yeah. live in an area because you need to live in that area for the, the work, I'm presuming is the main sort of reason yeah. for that. And the views are fantastic, but you pay the high rates. And, and so it's, it isn't all, yeah. it isn't all truckloads of money and uh, multiple no. houses, is it? Wouldn't that be nice? Um, be great. Yeah. No, you see, it's funny in the, in the, in the Red Cross Center where we were, um, you know, where people are sleeping on the cots there, there was a lot of people from Malibu there. Now, again, these are more, a lot of people in Malibu have lived there all their life. And, uh, you know, country folk, let's just say, they live in the mountains and stuff. So it's not all just wealthy people on the beach. That's probably about 10% of the people. The rest of Malibu is, is you know, good country folk who've, who've, been, who've lived there since you know, their families were there and they're, you know, um, and that's what the real Malibu is. You know, it's not just wealthy people and actors, uh, but there is a lot of those, you know, those types. Uh, it's either, it's either 
old surfers, old horse people, a lot of horse people, or, you know, farmers and mostly farmers, you know, um, ranch owners and few famous actors. And, you know, there's no, there's, you know, it's, it's one or the other. And they're all really nice people. And the people who've really suffered are the people who don't, who aren't the, the wealthy ones. Um, yeah. You it's know, the, people it, like Tracy, for example. It's the ones who aren't She's, talked yeah, I mean, about much on the news, you know, certainly over here in the UK. You know, the ones yeah. we don't know about are the ones who are suffering more. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, and that's, that's the, uh, that's, that's the truth of the matter. So, you know, it's the insurance. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years, but in the meantime, how do you, how do you survive? How do you, where do you sleep? Um, you know, who pays for the food? Who, you know, how do you conduct business? How do you even get online with a, on a computer? You know, unless you've got a friend like I have, um, how do you, how do you do anything? You know, so those- a lot of people lost cars. So th- well. th- those are all good questions. And where do you start? I mean, where do you start? Where does Tracy start? Uh, I'm I'm desperately trying to get a loan, borrow a camera from someone, you know, uh, to finish up the shooting. Um, we're hoping to get a little, scrape a little bit of money. Right now, I've I've got a I've got a campaign. I mean, I stupid. I posted these photos on Facebook. Uh, Actually, when I was chatting with you, you know, about the fire tornadoes, and then this came up. Said, "Do you want to start a, a donation campaign or something?" So, no, it's like, what, "What? Why would I want to do that? It's weird." And then it's like, all of a sudden, I, I looked again. I thought, "Oh!" And I realized, "Oh wow!" I, all my cash was in Tracy's house in that safe. Uh, I've got about fifty dollars in the bank. Uh, I guess I better start doing something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is how bad it got. So I started this little little um, uh, campaign on Facebook to try to you know get people to donate, and it's only because it's like, yeah, um, you know, it's 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 uh, there's no other choice. And I mean, it's like Tracy was the same. It's like, and people are being kind of rude to us it's like oh you're just wealthy hollywood yeah. people blah 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 it's like we got nothing even the government money that the emergency money the 500 dollars they, they will hand out of, it won't come for a week um you know we're up begging for food uh, it's weird but you know what do you do you've got no money for gas to go to the to red cross center to buy to buy to get the food you know it, it's it's kind of crazy you've got no clothes to wear we stink uh, you know um and the Red Cross has been really good to us, so th- that's why I've done that. Tracy's done it because we're we're completely screwed, and, and I mean completely. But you know, I just start talking to people. As I said, somebody donates a laptop. Hopefully, somebody will say you can use my camera for a week. I've got four days, five days of shooting left to go. We've got to find locations. Got to figure out costumes, props. We'll make it do because the thing is, we're bored. <laughs> we can't do anything, so we may as well we may as well shoot. And pick up what we've lost and just keep moving. So we're going to shoot the last. I'm guessing we got about a week and a half's worth of shooting to to, to make up the footage we lost, um, plus the couple of days where we're going to shoot. So that's okay. And then then I'll figure out what to do about computers. Um, you know, that's the next step, and that's okay because eventually you 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 know. But the the nice thing is the strange thing is to it, and I'll tell you this: there's people I've in in Los Angeles and stuff, and who I've employed for many years, you know, a few years and, and given them jobs, 
in particular, you know, one guy gave him the last pennies I had once because he needed the money and I didn't. I just said, okay, here. I, I know I've got a check coming in a week. Just take my last $300. Gave him some work because you never give money away for free and, and stuff. And it's funny. Those people just disappear. And then people you barely know or people who really don't have a lot to give, especially if, you know, people in Australia, in Germany, in Bulgaria have all been sending me bits of money and family members in Australia. It's been wonderful. And dear friends from New York, you know, um, people like Linda, a, a dear friend I've known for 20 years, Linda Legg, you know, sent me some money. Um, uh, Guido, there's a phot famous photographer called uh, uh, Guido Carp, and he's, um, he's very famous uh, in, you know, shooting all these famous uh, bands and stuff. And he has a network of people. Uh, I mean, he's a major photographer. Like he's one of the top in the world. He's got all these people who just love him and adore him, and he's just put it out to his people, said, look, hey, this guy's in trouble. All his German friends and you know, photographer friends have all chipped in money because I understand what it's like to be without cameras. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and it just goes on and on and on. There's so many nice people, you know, Brooke Lewis has been nice. Marilyn Gigliardi helped hook me up with a computer, you know, that sort of stuff. So it's nice to see who the good people are and the bad people are. And, exactly. um, and, also, you know, so, and the good people, you'll, you will make new friends because good people, you go, I didn't know you before, but you've been really nice. So therefore I will now know who yeah. you are. And the ones who sort of run away and you don't hear from, you've got to remember those as well. I think. And you know, yeah, do, do I mean, I don't think blame so. Them. I mean, and obviously, just, like, don't you know, well, don't make uh, voodoo dolls out of them or anything. But you go, you know what? You weren't there when they needed you, so I, I might not be yeah. there when you need me next time. Well, I, I was talking to Tracy about that, and she said, "Look, people assume you're wealthy. People assume you have insurance and money." Uh, so they don't offer to help and you know, they may assume wrong, <laughs> but that's, I think that's what some people think. And that's okay. I don't fault anybody for that, you know? Um, and I don't, you know, people give me like $5, $6 here and there. And it's, 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 it means a lot because when you haven't got anything, it's like, Oh, this is great. You know, and you suddenly add it all up and, um, suddenly you've got, you know, hopefully, I, I mean, I won't, you know, we're talking probably, I'm probably, lot, I'm probably down, I'm guessing, you know, 50 to 100,000, Tracy's down. Uh, a lot more because of the actual bricks and mortar. Four, four mil, yeah, I'd say she's, she's lost four, $4 million, you know. God. Um, See, I can't even I imagine what it's I, like to be down that much because I've never been up that much, but yeah. Yeah, but you, you know, she was, but you, then it's, she needed money to help manage it. You know, at the end of the day, we just have what we have on the, we, we come the way we, we leave the world, you know, and, and, uh, um, I, it's, you still got to pay, you still got to be able to just eat, <laughs> you know, yeah, you still got to yeah, put exactly. clothes on your body. You still got to brush your teeth. And, um, you know, we, we, we're struggling to do that right now, but, you know, give us a few days. Uh, give you, here's another example. Um, Tracy's, daughters are living you know we just uh, this lady saw me it saw me at the gas station all destroyed earlier on and covered in dirt and stuff and she's she, she ran into me and said hey how are you doing I said eh, we lost everything and and um she said well i'm moving out right now and we've got a spare refrigerator <laughs> so and a big one and and i said to tracy uh do you need do you think you want a refrigerator she said, yes so they they gave us a free well us they gave tracy a free refrigerator i i was just the the meat and the sandwich, but yeah. um, they, they 
gave her a free refrigerator and it's really sweet. And we'd throw it in Tracy's daughter's uh, garage until Tracy finds somewhere to live, you know. Um, and as I said, I just, you know, I say we, us, I, you know, Tr- Tracy's really lost everything. I, I, I've got nothing to complain about. You know? She ain't doing so good, but uh, I'm trying to keep her occupied with, um, uh, you know, everything. So you you look after the good people. You hold on to the good people uh, in in these times, and you you know you don't despise the people who've spit upon you. You just uh, try not to think about them. Yeah, you know? exactly. You you so, devote you devote the time and positive energy to those that deserve it. I think, and those who maybe don't, you go. Oh, I'm not going to think about you because I'm focusing on this nice person. Yeah, that's generally exactly. the way I, I exactly. think about things like that. So I don't spend my time going, I don't like you, you're horrible. But I will spend my time focusing on people that maybe need help or or who deserve it. So it, exactly. It is, it is exactly. very scary. I mean, I did a podcast on Sunday with Bob. And generally, as you know, our podcasts are, oh, so what have you watched? And, you know, what for? Yeah. And we did sort of tangent into that. Weirdly enough, Bob hadn't watched anything yet again. But... We, we did chat a little bit about the fires over there. And it is weird because, you know, throughout decades, we watch things on news, on the news. You watch things on the news and you go, wow, that looks pretty terrible. Oh, that looks horrible. Imagine what mm. it was like if that happened over here. And then you, your brain kind of moves on. But to sort of watch all the yeah. footage of the fires, knowing that you yeah. guys, you know, it, some of it was in your backyard and you were involved in it and you were messaging me saying, I'm... I'm evacuating but i'm okay and i remember telling you going don't be doing dangerous stuff because i know that you you know you'd be right in the middle of it with a camera and stuff it's it does put a whole new perspective on it and it's uh it is, yeah it's yeah. weird it's not not good yeah it, it's it's true it, it is we, some, often you become the news in life you know <laughs> It's not the first time I've been, I've been news. I've been in the you know in the news or something. So, um, um, but you know it's okay. It just uh, the one the less the big lesson I have for everybody is uh, back up your data. Yeah. You know all, all your all your photos, all your footage, or whatever it is that's most important to you on the computer. You know, back it up. Um, whatever else that is, you know, back it up. I I have a very tiny little storage shed in. Uh, in, actually in Agora Hills as well, back of Malibu. And thank God that place had burned up because I had my father's, the, the last of my father's belongings um, stored in there and uh, all my backup hard drives were there. It's not very big, but, you know, that's where everything was. And I thought that was the one place that didn't get hit as well. And I was so thankful, you know. So you, you just back everything up. Do not store it on, on site. Make sure your backups are elsewhere and it, it, that little that little bit of um wisdom has actually saved my ass i mean who expects a giant firestorm to, to burn over a few mountains to the ocean and that's what it did well i was um, somebody at my workplace because you know people do we you talk about what you've seen on the news that's kind of one of the points of the news isn't it so you will discuss things that you've seen and they were saying oh well, you know, I don't get why the firemen couldn't put it out. And they weren't being horrible. They just genuinely didn't understand how big a scale this fire was. Um, I mean, there's a fire map that I look at yeah. online, and I think yesterday was 671 active fires in the sort of, you know, the the uh, western seaboard. I think 
you know, none of them are going to be really tiny fires. They're going to be big fires. And then you add in wind. Mm-hmm. And then you yes. add in, as you'd mentioned, which I didn't know about, switching off the water supplies. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it's in sort of mountain-type areas and stuff. And you think it's not just a case of – because over here, the firemen drive around in big red trucks, pull up, plug it into a fire hydrant, fire a hose on it, and woof, that was close. That shed nearly burned yeah. down. It's very different. As you know, the UK sort of landscape is very different from the US. Um, so it wasn't just a case of, oh, the firemen, I think they're, they're doing one hell of a job battling it. They've been doing it oh. for days. Apparently, it's going to be at least a month before they maybe get it under control, which is a long time. Yeah, there's a lot of area to burn. See, and that's the problem is, is the mountains. So when you watch TV shows like... Planet of the Apes or movies, um, Logan's Run, the TV series, uh, MASH, um, Westworld, and you see that dry, mountainous stuff. Well, that's always Malibu. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's notoriously dry and I mean, arid. And, and the, the, the grass looked so dry that it, looked br- it was brown. It was just ready to go up. Anything would have set it off. So it was like the worst time you could have had you know, a little fire start because it's just going to explode across the landscape. And, uh, you know, that it's, it's just one of those, uh, situations that's just, you know, just waiting to happen, shall we say in some ways, because that's the type of, um, that's the type of, uh, you know, um, uh, landscape it is. It's just very arid. Um, $6 million man was always shot here as an example. Um, so, you know, like those Bigfoot episodes, I knew exactly where that was shot. <laughs> that was my favorite uh, $6 million man episode, that one. Yep. I know, and I, I knew, and that, that one's gone up, that spot's gone up in flames. I know that for a fact. Those trees are gone. Um, well, the MASH thing, I actually went to the MASH site a few months back. You did? I walked yeah. down there, and I sent you the footage. Yeah. <laughs> that's gone. That's just, that's toasted. Well, um, I, I messaged Bob, um, I think, the day that you told me about the Marsh site, and I messaged him, and he's not seen the footage yet because I need, I, you know, it's it was uh, there was a lot of footage that you shot for me in lots of short clips, and I thought, you know, what, I'm going to join them all together, and and Bob can watch the full the full version. Yeah. So he's not seen that yet. He knows I've got the footage, and he really wants to watch it. But I I'd messaged him saying, I've just found out the Marsh set has gone. And it was, it's, mm. it's, I mean, there's houses gone and, you know, architecture and all that sort of stuff. But there's a lot of history gone as well. I mean, Paramount Ranch, that's gone as well, I believe, where a lot of yeah. stuff was also filmed over the years. So it's, uh, well, it needed a, re- that needed a bit of a refurbish anyway, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Maybe not to the extreme that it's got, but. No, exactly. But that, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that was. That was just waiting to go up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it was so much dead wood around there. It wasn't funny. Um, and you know, I I it's 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 more so not the physical structures, but the history of the location. You know, that really really hurts. Um, and I mean, I, I I've had nightmares about Tracy's house burning because I've shot so many things in there, and I I get more upset. I just, some strange reason, I get very upset when I think about the house. You know, the inside of the house just burning. And just fireballing and and just you know completely collapsing on itself. It's 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 so painful because you've you know you've spent so much time there shooting and working and 
you know, eating there and living there. And it's, it's horrific. I mean, you know, it's I, absolutely painful. Do you think it'll be a while before you watch, you know, like Rogue Warrior or other stuff that you've shot there? Or, and that will seem strange because then you'll see the house again that you know isn't there yeah. anymore, isn't it? I know. I haven't even thought of that, you know. I mean, obviously, your priority um, is not like, let me just uh, dig out a, a Blu-ray of Rogue Warrior and watch that. But at some point, you'll end up watching. You will end up seeing it on film again. Oh, yeah. And I think that will be pretty yeah. emotional, I would have thought. I think it will. But you see, the worst thing is I've got footage from the time or with and also Age of Darkness, the series of Evolution War, uh, Age of Darkness slash Evolution War. We also shot a little bit in there as well. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it was like, it's kind of bittersweet, you know? So yeah, I'm going to have to sit there and edit the footage. It's going to be hard. It will be hard. It's going to be I difficult. Think just, just expect yeah. it to be hard. I think it's, it's not going to be easy watching that. It's going to be yeah. weird for me watching Rogue Warrior again, knowing that the house isn't mm. there. And I've never been in the house, but knowing that it was a house and it yeah. was Tracy's house, it's not there anymore. For me, that's going to be weird, but for you and, and Tracy, it will be yeah sort of um yeah but at least at least we have that you know it's like when my father died you know at least i have photos of him and footage of him you know yeah. um i haven't looked at it <laughs> but at least it's there and no, it makes I was, me happy i was watching your father on the uh, lightning in a bottle uh, oh yeah yeah documentary you know, i've seen that a couple of times this year and he's on there and it's mm. for me yeah. it was strange watching him there knowing he'd passed away mm. and for you and yeah. it's obviously Com- comforting because it's there's this footage, but also, yeah, upsetting. So where where do you start? Exactly. I mean, Annette did ask. This is one of the other questions Annette had, um, and obviously it's still early days. But would you both stay in the same area, or would you go? Do you know what? This is kind of a dangerous part of the U.S. So I'm going to relocate because that was a conversation we were having. We're going. You know what? If that was us, we would probably get the hell out. But we're not over there, so. I don't know. I, that's, again, something I can't think about. Uh, you know, you could move to, for example, we could, I could you know, I could move to Burbank, yeah. uh, which once had fires, <laughs> you know, a few times. I could move somewhere else and that could have fires too. Or, that's true. You know, it's it's all all dangerous, all equally dangerous. Uh, yeah, no thoughts could, on that. You, I mean – you could effectively, you know, live in your bedroom because you don't want to go outside and your roof could fall on you. So, yeah, definitely. There exactly. is no, you can't avoid uh, natural events. I guess, no, can you? no, no. I mean, I, I would, I'm, I, the, what I've learned in life is I'm happy anywhere. You know, I was living, I lived in England for a time and I loved it and I miss it terribly. Uh, I, I've lived in Australia. I lived on the Gold Coast in Australia, and I actually really loved that too. Not all of Australia, <laughs> but that place I loved, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, living in Bulgaria, me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's okay. No, it's, it's, it's a fine place. It's just not – I don't speak the language, so it's difficult for me. I lived in Germany, and that was quite nice. Very nice – I have, you know, very nice people in Germany. Uh, so it's, it's kind of where you, home is where you make it and it's where your computers are. For me, it's where your computers are. <laughs> where your cameras so are. as soon as I get, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's, we've got a, I don't know, um, 
figure that one out. You know, it's it's one step at a time. And I, it, it may sound really weird, but all I'm thinking about is the movies right now because it's all I have. You know, um, well, your, and it's your, everything. That's your tools of the trade, though, isn't it? If you were a musician, you would be thinking about I need a guitar. Or if you were exactly. a, an artist, you go, I need a pencil and some paper. For you, your tools, yeah. your survival tools are your cameras and your editing suite, aren't they? So Exactly. You know, if you exactly. have those tools, so th- that's you why can I- make something. If you can make something, you can make some money. If you can make some money, you can start rebuilding. Exactly. And anyway, that, that's why all these photographers have kicked in and helped out, because they understand. They know what it's like to lose your lenses, you know? Um because uh, you know you spend like Stanley Kubrick when they when you go to the Stanley Kubrick exhibit here's Stanley Kubrick's lenses you know and and, and some people who make movies go oh those lenses man <laughs> you know that's what i would do and um it mean what what why why lenses are so important to you is it's the thing between the you know the the, the, the what you shoot and the camera body is the glass and the glass is what translates the image into uh into poetry into art it's the glass that you know the texture and the quality of the glass is what makes the movie have a character um and that's that's the secret you know for for people like myself it's all about the glass it's all about the uh what what goes through you the glass makes the actors look amazing or terrible the the glass gives every scene texture and, and emotion how you shoot something gives it the emotion it helps the actor um you know be as honest as they can so there's this the glass has witnessed the, the the lenses have witnessed great moments on film and that's something myst- mystical about that you know <laughs> so i i'm you know it's it's a uh, it's 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 weird to be sad about physical stuff, but it's it's what it does for you. And the same with the red camera, you know, the red camera I adored um, because it was the right camera for me. You know, it's 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 the right camera for for making science fiction films. And uh, that thing has been with me in the desert, in you know, so many movies. It's been with me in a hundred and and what's the t- uh, 52 degrees Celsius, 134 degree Fahrenheit heat. And it's never, never gone wrong. Never broke down on me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a workhorse, but it's, it's, you feel, you feel, you feel for the gear and you know, it's, it's one of those things. I'm just waiting to, uh, it'll be a day at a time, but you know, the film will get finished. Mm-hmm. It'll get released. And, or if anyone out there wants to help, and even if you've got no money, that's Okay. I've, I, if you go to uh, Neil Brook, B R O K E Johnson, uh, or Director Neil Johnson like page, either of the two, you'll find my little campaign. It, and, and you know, if you get if you got a dollar, that's fine. If you got nothing, that's fine. If you just retweet, uh, reshare it on Facebook, that that's okay. If you just you know join the conversation, that's okay. So it builds up awareness. Um, and it's not, I, I feel horrible begging. I really do. But so many of the people have given, I realize that these are people I've helped out. There's somebody I helped out or there's somebody I was nice to once or, you know, so it's, 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 it's okay because I feel, uh, I have, I didn't realize how many people I've been nice to. I'd, I'd helped over the years until they, they suddenly go and say, Oh, well, you've helped me with this and you've helped me with that. Let me help you now. It's like, Oh, Okay. 
Um, I always wondered, but well, I was always the guy helping and nobody would ever give back. And so all of a sudden there's some people out there giving back and it's really nice. Well, it's like, um, I mean, you know, the majority of people listening to this podcast will be regular listeners anyway. So if you didn't manage yeah. to write down Neil's address or whatever, message me, either Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and I'll pass the link on to you. So that's, that's an easy Easy fix on that one. Yeah. Pretty much everybody that listens to these shows and who will listen to them, movie fans. Generally, most people in the world are movie fans anyway. And movies are great and we love them and we spend like an hour and a half watching them. And, you know, some of them we like, some of them we don't. And some people run around saying how great they are. And some people like to run around saying, oh, no, it's terrible. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we all love movies. But it takes us an hour and a half to watch them. It, it takes you. Uh, for an average filmmaker, Neil, and by average I mean, you know, you don't spend a hundred times longer than maybe other filmmakers. So, how long would it take you to make a film? So, say you 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 had an idea now, going, do you know what? I'm going to do a film about a podcast or something. How long would it mm-hmm. be on average till that film came out in our home in our homes? Depends on the type of film and the VFX. The minimum, the minimum would be six months. Uh, usually though for a decent Neil Johnson film we're looking at about a year and a quarter year and a half up to two years yeah so so, so, so let's, let's be really and that's full really, time no, it's full time so let's be really kind and half that which is you know let's say it's 12 months but it still mm-hmm. takes me an hour and a half to watch a film so it takes anybody else an hour and a half yeah. to watch a film as film fans I think it is important to give back because you'll spend years mm-hmm putting together a film, casting it, raising the funding for it, shooting it, editing it, scoring it, doing the visual effects, editing it some more, doing some extra scenes, putting it back in, you know, end titles, beginning titles, all that sort of, you put so much effort into making films for us to sit down for an hour and a half to watch a film and go, I like that one, or no, I didn't. And I think it yeah. is super important that, that film fans do give back. Like you said, even a dollar, we, we'll spend more than mm. a dollar watching a film. We could go to cinema on Saturday night and spend $15, $20 watching a film that is just meh. So to chuck in, skip a cup of coffee, which is something yeah. I always used to say on, on Kickstars. It's like, you know what? Just don't buy a magazine this month. Don't buy a Starbucks coffee. Chuck the donation into your campaign. And, you know, they might not think that three fifty or four fifty or five dollars or whatever it is, or ten if you want to do a cinema ticket, makes a massive difference. And to oh, the but person, it does. to the person giving it, it you know, they're like, Well, ten dollars down, it's fine, I've skipped a movie, I'll just watch Netflix instead. But if enough people do it, then that makes a massive difference to you, to Tracy, yeah. and to people who are affected by these, you know, mother nature crazy events that have just caused so much devastation. I think the death toll currently is 50, I believe it was this morning, with hundreds yeah. of people missing. I'm hoping a lot of those yeah. people missing are in fact in shelters and just haven't you know, announced where they are or something, but realistically a lot of them yeah. will, will add to the death tolls. You don't I get think. into the shelves without registering your name, let me tell you. <laughs> That's, yeah, so that, that blows that's my theory thing. on that one. So a lot of these people will, will be gone. Well, there are a lot of people. There's a lot of canyons in Malibu and a lot of people in the canyons, you know, in a lot of houses. So I guarantee that there's people, you know, who passed away uh, in all these little spots. Because every now and again you'd be shooting. I, I mean, I, I knew the canyons well. 
I knew mail would be really well. I would fly. I've flown over and it's like, oh, there's a house there and there's a house there. It's a house here and oh wow, this is dirt road to this house that you never knew was there. I mean, there was a, there was thousands of people buried in 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 the hills of the santa monica mountains of malibu you know um believe me there's going to be a lot i hate to say it because when you've got a little shitty dirt road to get in and out filled with trees and you got a fire on that road that's it you're done for so i'm i'm i hate to say it there's going to be people and i'm just truly sad about that because those are the people that are really interesting to talk to you know um because they were the they were the people who'd been around malibu the whole their families have been great grandparents have been in Malibu's, and so they they had a lot to talk about, you know, and yeah, that's uh, that's the people I, I I enjoy being around. To be honest with you, the salt of the earth, as they say. <laughs> but, but I was told. I mean, we spoke yesterday about having a conversation. I didn't even want to sort of call it a podcast because even though this this will be one and it will go out as an episode there's no theme song attached to it there's no funky jingle with all these filmmakers going hi i'm such and such because it it doesn't feel like a movie podcast because it's not and i knew yeah. that that having a chat with yourself who is there you know who has been affected by the Woolsey fire and who still is it would be very interesting and it is and it has yeah. been but it's it's also real which is not something yeah. I generally podcast about. You know yourself, we usually chat about movies and Star Wars and, and all the, you know, the fun geeky things and stuff. And this is the first real serious sort of conversation I've had that will go out on this podcast feed. So, I, I w- so- You know, I would say, I, I was going to say, if, if anything, if any music was valid for this, it would be the, the theme for M.A.S.H., because you think about that, such a sad piece of music, yet it's, it's you know, that's that's where the fires were, you know? Well, I, I will. I will put, I won't put a brigading bit of music, <laughs> but I will, that is good. Yeah, I will put out the, the mash theme at the end of it. Because it is. Yeah, I, I, it, is it would set the tone. It is fitting. And I mean, you know, that upset me the most because I, that was close by and I visited that place. I took my sister, sister there. Um, you know, when she came to visit, you know, it's like, let's go. Uh, another friend of mine from school I took there. I always take people to the MASH site because it's, it's, it was special, you know. It was supposed to be Korea, of course, Korea, the country, South Korea, yeah. but it wasn't. <laughs> but it, it was nice to go there. And as you walk through, you walk through, okay, this is where, um, this is where Taylor and um, Brent, and the other guy in Planet of the Apes, the three astronauts, this is where they swam before they had their clothing stolen. And this spot here is where Battle for the Planet of the Apes took place. This is the tree that Caesar's son climbed up, uh, you know, and fell out of the tree in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. And this spot here is exactly when uh, Steve Austin met Bigfoot for the first time, who, by the way, Bigfoot was Andre the Giant. Um, was he really? And, and okay. this, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was Andre the Giant. Uh uh, and then, and over here is um, uh, this is where they shot Logan's Run, the TV series, in this region here. And then there's what else was there? There's you, you just touch something and it's it's gold. You know, it's it's history and it's movie history, but it's still history. And you know, the Planet of the Apes thing is pretty bad. Every episode of of the Planet of the Apes TV series was in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously, and uh, this is the same spot that's gone up. Um, 
So it's uh, and then yeah, this is where Mash took place. You know, this is where the years of of all those episodes of Mash were filmed on the outside. You know, the helicopters you see flying through those mountains. I I see those mountains all the time. You you know these places. Um, I mean, I, I'm sort yeah, of sitting now and I'm I'm remembering the footage that you shot, and you know, once the the fire damage has all been cleared and Mother Nature has you know taken away the 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 burnt ashes and stuff those mountains will still be there and the ground will still be there but my brain is just yeah. it's fixated on the jeep that you shot yeah, a bit of footage gone. on you think that's gone that jeep that's that has been there and since the 70s and early 80s has gone forever. and the sign yes and the, the sign, sign that little yeah. cool sign that's gone you know so uh, the fire does purif- yeah it's purification so whatever but I don't know. It's just one of those things in life. And, you know, it's, I'm, you're happy. You've got family. You, the animals are safe. Um, family's okay. Some people lost loved ones. And that, that's really what counts. You know, we, we can, we can, we can mourn forever the loss of this and that and, uh, the physical stuff. But, you know, as long as you've got family and every episode of MASH, you can, you can watch, you know, uh, it's preserved forever. So, you know, that's one thing it's, it's, I'd say one thing that I, I don't know if I can mention this. Um, we, Tracy was, I were talking she said, Oh no, I just realized the, she did a movie called I might even love you, which is a, a, a movie she did in the late nineties. It was all shot 35 millimeter film. Yeah. So, you know, it's real, real film. Um, those masters were stored at the under, underground inside the house and, and it's like, Oh no, she's lost those. The film masters are gone of that film. They burn up, you know, and that's, that's terrible. That's a great movie shot directed by David Worth and, you know, shot, you know, like a, it's a proper movie, you know, it's, it's, that's gone. Does um, the, fi- the film exists on format out there in the world though, be it DVD or VHS or Blu-ray oh, or, I, I know it's on DVD. I believe it's on DVD and VHS, I, I, but I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, of course it is, and there's probably videotape masters somewhere as well. But yeah, you know, it's the original masters, the original negatives are gone. You know, that's that's sad. It's funny because we, you know, it's some things you just don't replace, and that's one of them. So, and you know. it's things that's, like that. Yeah, that's things a, like that come back to you as well, don't they? I've had instances like that where you know I've moved house or something, something's got lost, yeah. and it's not until six months or a year after when I go, oh, I'm going to look for that thing. Oh, it's not there anymore. It must have gone, and it's not a case of now you could write down a list of everything you've lost. You're not going to realize yeah. what you've lost for months and years until you go for that thing, or a memory pops into your head and you go, oh yeah, I, I had that somewhere. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. It's, it's yeah, it's grim. Yeah, but I mean, look. In all honesty, you know, we we are talking about stuff, and uh, you know, to ha- human life is way more valuable. And uh, you know, I, th- there's that. That's the the people who lost stuff. I mean, you know, lost family. That that's really sad. That that's really that really should be the point of all of this. You know, ultimately, it's okay. You you you've got your health and you're alive. Um, though your lungs may be a little more damaged, um, but you, you, you came out alive and that that's worth celebrating. You know, uh, a lot of people did lose family and or pets and animals. Uh, uh, you know, there was a giraffe up the street that I, I, I don't know what happened to that. I really hope he made it out. Um, 
I know it's a strange statement, but there was a giraffe um, that somebody had. I mean, God, I hope he's okay. You know, it's just those things you just, you know, don't know. But it was, um, I saw the the video that Tracy had put out, um, and I don't know when it was shot, but it was, was, you know, several days ago that she'd put out, and she was Mm. standing at the, the wreckage of what was once the house, and she said, and I'm sort of paraphrasing, but she was like, thank God nobody was home. Thank God nobody was hurt. Yeah. Thankfully, the neighbors yeah. were okay. And that is sort of mirrored by the director of Doctor Strange, whose house was was gone. And he said, mm. luckily, my neighbor's houses weren't destroyed. It was just mine. And you think, Do you know what? that's the sort of attitude that gets you through things, I would have thought, rather than the... I mean, I'm sure there is a lot of anger going my house is gone, I'm not happy with it whatsoever. But the fact that, that Tracy's thought and Scott's thought and you know other people do, they got I'm glad nobody was injured. Mm. Yeah. It, and that's kinda of how you think. And you know, it's funny, we're we're as upset as, you know, Tracy was about her house and I was upset. We looked across to the other neighbour, this guy, you know, we didn't know too well, but it's this uh this lawyer guy with you know but there's two twin daughters who are actually on television stars and and uh his house was there was not even what not even a piece of foundation standing and we just said oh fuck you poor bastard you poor bastard you know and you're not even so tracy actually called him up said dude i've got to tell you you know it's gone and then we sent the photos and they said thank you because nobody would tell us Nobody, everyone's too afraid to say anything. Thank you for giving us some closure. You know, it's like, wow. Um, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, that's, that's, you just feel terrible for those, that, those around you. And, and we are very thankful, very thankful that nobody in, in the, in the, the community where Tracy lives, as far as we know, is, is, is dead. Um, because that's what happens. You get numb to your own pain and you look at everyone else and say, oh, you poor person, you poor person, you know. Um, and that's just how it is. So it's, that's, it's just the nature of the things, you know, you, you don't suddenly stop caring about your own stuff. You say, okay, it's gone. I'll let it go immediately. But then you look at other people's loss and you go, oh God, it's just, it's just one of those things. I think that's, that's, you know, that's a testament to Tracy's character too. She's one of those people, you know, she says, oh, well, you know, it's what it is. But I think, as I said, I, I know deep down, she, well, I think she, she, ain't, she ain't doing so good. But she's got people around her. She's got you, and you've got people around you, and you know, yeah. It sounds like the sort of support network with with regards to friends is uh, yeah. is in place. What is the support yeah. like from the? I mean, well, we call them councils over here, but the sort of the not necessarily the government. What's the smaller one than that? Generally, the the, the state or whatever. Is it good uh, actually, or is I it I, not? Good. Well, I know the Red Cross have been the Red Cross have been amazing. The rest of the government, I I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. Um, I I actually have no opinion because I I I'm I've not experienced in in if the government will help or not. I assume they would mm-hmm. because you know California is a very loud state in the sense of all the media. See, I mean, give you an idea that you know half the street are Fox News people or famous television peoples or TV hosts or, you know what I mean? That there's all, you wouldn't dare um, do anything wrong because, 
you know, the, the, the media would turn against people very quickly. And the media carry the voice of the people some, sometimes, not always. Uh, so I, I, th- I think there would be an – I'm pretty sure the government will do the right thing. But right now, as I said, it's – the Red Cross have been the, you know, pretty much the – and the uh, the fire brigade and, you know, and the sheriff's department. And the nice thing I like, okay, right now there's boats of people. There's street gangs, and I don't know what, what nationality they are, but there's street gangs, I'm assuming, from East LA getting in boats – going up the ocean, uh, getting out of the boats on Malibu Beach, and then going up into the houses and looting the houses. And they're climbing over mountains, uh, getting their way into Malibu and looting all the houses. And they they are bringing police in from Utah to stop the looting. It's that bad. Um, you know, it's, it's seriously that messed up. There is – an avalanche of looters. I, I believe there's 300 police patrolling right now, uh, just stopping the looters from getting in. And, and they're arresting people mean, left, right, and center. Well, so they should, yeah. because it's, you know, the police, in an ideal world, the police should be helping those who need help, and they should be helping the firemen, and everybody should be working together, you know, ambulance, firemen, police, you know, be helping out people, not chasing street gangs who are trying to go into a house that's been damaged um, or, or worse, trying to steal a television. Or it's like, really? Just knock it off. Horrible yeah. street gangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, exactly. That, that's how bad it is. It's the looters. I mean, there we, we caught a guy, you know, the other night uh, um, around Agora Hills. He was just creeping around the uh, television shop, you know, where they sell TVs. And it's like, really, dude? You know, what, what do you walk in the middle of nowhere for looking inside the T? I mean, we're talking in the middle. It was weird. They're, and that's, yeah, that's what people are like. So there, there's the police. I mean, I saw rows upon rows of police car driving up Canaan Road into Malibu because of the, you know, they needed reinforcements. It's, you know, it's, it's become a war zone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not over, you know, it's not over yet. So no, I hope it does. Hope. I mean, that's that's the thing is that the fires are still going on. So you know, we're sort of having a conversation. Um, I mean, you you guys are safe, so that is great. But it's yeah. the fires are still raging. There's still many weeks of it to go, and it's not over, is it? It's no, no, it's not. The safest place to be, place to be in a fire is a, is a place where it's already burnt because it can't burn there again. And I'm probably about a uh, hundred meters or maybe 300 feet from a, a giant burnt mountain the whole mountain went up in flame and uh i'm really close to that and i feel actually quite safe right now because it's one of the best places to be it's it's amazing well i've, I've walked up there a few times actually looking for, for animals that need rescuing and there's nothing i saw one coyote um uh, but you know i tried to get him water but he was just too scared and apart from that, there was nothing. It's it's just it's a wasteland. Yes, I, I've taken photos and dropped footage there because I have nothing else to do. But it's it's a wasteland. Well, so. I'd think I'd be the same. I think it would, you know, because you are a filmmaker and you make science fiction films. But at the moment in time, you're you're a documentarian, aren't you? You're capturing footage. <laughs> And I've seen a lot of yeah. it. I, mean, well, I don't know whether you sort of giggled there. That you may not class yourself as that, but I've seen a lot of the the footage. I saw some of the videos uh, before the major fires with all the clouds of smoke and stuff. And you are you have been documenting it. I have it is, massive amounts of footage to it. <laughs> and it is it's 
it's the footage is amazing, but it's also yeah. because it's real. It's scary as hell, but it's fascinating to look at. But it's also petrifying. So it's yeah. you know here we are in the UK. You know if we get more than two inches of snow, we're, we're you know we freak out. We can't cope. We've never had mm. anything on a scale of what California's getting. So I don't know yeah. how the UK would cope. I'd, I'd get the impression we wouldn't cope as well as you guys in the US at the minute, but uh, who knows? And I, to be honest, I hope we never find out. I'm going to turn my video on for a sec. Hang on. See if you can see me. This is it's terrible for podcast people. Can you see me? <laughs> um, yes, I can. You look okay. like Minecraft. This, <laughs> see, this, see this mask? Yes. This is what you have to have with you the whole time, is this, this mask. Oh, the, well, yeah, um, one of the little white breathing masks, just for those who can't see yeah. the video. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have it on, and here's my injured arm. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but it's okay. Um, you've got to have a mask on the whole time. I'll kill that now. Because it's um, – you can't breathe without it. It's pretty bad. Again, Red Cross uh, are kind enough to uh, – to, uh, Give us some breathing masks. And these things are amazing. Well, let me tell you, you know, truly save, saving your lungs from, from damage. So is it so, a case of when you're outside, if you don't have the mask on, you will be coughing within a few seconds? That sort of, it is that bad? Uh, or In places. It's yeah. weird because when I went to my storage place to see what I, I had left of my belongings, uh, it was all, that was all covered in ash. Um, and I was, I got really coffee, coffee sick going in there, <clears throat> but it depends on where you are. The wind was really strong. So it blew out. It's cleaned the air up nicely in some parts and other parts it's terrible. So it goes in pockets, but when the wind hits all the black, the black charred soot from the hills right behind here, go around and, and you can see the stuff in the air, particulate matter. It's everywhere. So, um, you shouldn't be breathing, let's just say, without one of these outside. You keep all the windows closed in the meantime. It's it's kind of like one of those Twilight Zone episodes where, uh, you know, this is uh, uh, I don't know what to compare it to, but you know, it's 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 like living a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah. So. And you know, watching the footage but, for me, it's like watching a post-apocalyptic movie. I mean, I watched the film The Road the other week with Annette, and that doesn't look as scary. Oh, yeah. I was watching the footage that I've seen uh, on the news and on social media, and the, uh, the 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 shot of the woman going through the tunnel, praying. Yeah, it's insane, it's insane <laughs> stuff. Well, so, I got as I said, I, I've I've got photos of that. Literally, I was filming when she uh, on the other side, and I, I when you can see the whole fire just going over the tunnel, and it's like you know, and she came, she literally drove out of it five minutes later. It's like. My God, how did she get through that? Yeah. And she kind of driving down, waving her arms. It's kind of weird, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize that would become a viral video. But yeah, pretty much. You know, we're, we're, we're sitting here in just north of Manchester, and uh, that thing's playing on the news quite often. So it's, it's yeah. definitely gone viral. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, as yeah. I said, I got footage on the other. You can see it. I've got the wide shot of that. Let's just say. <laughs> yep. Get all your footage on YouTube. So, get it monetized, or or sell it to a news network or something. Get that oh, I'm trying. Up. I need I, I I need the money. My daughter's a journalist, so she's trying. So we're trying to figure that out right now. But I mean, the the yeah. sort of 
I'm glad you guys are okay, though. Genuinely, I was worried. And especially for you, because I thought, you know what, he's going to run into the middle of it with his camera and, and film some stuff. So it's like, don't do that. So, and I did. For, and I did. Yes. But you're okay, though, so I'll let you off. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, we, we, well, the trick is you follow the police and the fire, firemen because they're, they're, they know what to do. Yep. So, you know, that's the thing. Um, and, yeah. It's one of those things. So, anyway. What, what have you got planned for the rest of your day then? It's, it's pushing on to about 11 o'clock at night here. So, it's. Uh, oh, I'm so nice, sorry. Nice uh, long, oh, don't worry about it. It's been a nice long day for me, but I've spent most of it sitting behind a desk typing emails. It does not compare to your day. Well, I've, 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 I've got my iPad with me. So, I'm going to sit down and watch Black Mirror, okay. uh, which is great. I've just started watching it. It's great. Oh, yeah. I'm. Uh, <coughs> sorry. I'm I'm into season <coughs> four on that, so yeah, it's very, very, oh, it's, very good. It's, it's wonderful, and uh, it's a great show. Truly enjoying that. I've been watching Doctor Who uh, as well, um, which I've been thoroughly enjoying. Uh, really enjoying that a lot, and she's great. Um, Shit's Creek is another one. It's a comedy thing. It's nice to get your mind off things. Uh, it's an American comedy about wealthy people who no longer have money and are forced to live in a hotel. Um, which isn't me because I wasn't wealthy to start with. But no, you're not in a hotel. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. But other than we'll that, be, I will. Well, I'm hoping to. I'm hoping to find a hotel soon to stay in because uh, you know I'm going to get out of town to get some fresh air. And so trying to get Tracy to come along because yeah. um, she needs. To, she's you know she's really doing it rough. You know, and it, it's all I can say is people attacking her online. Oh, you're just some wealthy Malibu person. She's really doing it rough, and she ain't wealthy, and she's lost everything. So you know that's she's got a campaign, a GoFundMe campaign, she and that's knows, yes. yeah, and that 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 you know that's really more important than my my silly little I've lost my red camera campaign. But you know it's all appreciated anyway it goes. So, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, some people I'll help Tracy out or I'll help Neil out. So it's it's a case of you you're both helping each other out. So if somebody donates yeah. to one and not the other, or vice versa, then you you're both there for each other. So it's it will benefit exactly. the pair of you on it, whichever campaign people. Um, I I, I would say go to go to Tracy Bursell's GoFundMe. I think that's the more important one. You know, I, I'm 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 kind of secondary. You know, I was just I just did it because it was there, and I kind of feel bad about it, but. You know, to be honest, but I really need the money, so I don't know what to do. Um, but Tracy's one's really the thing, that, you know, the GoFundMe, Tra- Tracy Birdsall, Tracy with an E. And, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. <clears throat> God bless America. <laughs> oh, God bless the fact that you're, you're both okay. Is, uh, exactly. Not, not God bless Mother Nature. She ain't getting one because uh, she's, uh, she's, she's cruel. <laughs> Not necessarily, well, not cruel, but very powerful. And nobody's going to ever, uh, you know, put one over a mother nature, really. She can be vicious when she needs to be. Yeah. But also, Mother Nature also targeted the churches as well. And there's, you know, there's a few churches that burned up as well. So, you know, there's there's no. they'll They'll be in a dilemma now going, hmm, maybe we need to rethink our beliefs. Exactly. So church is gone, so it's uh <laughs> Yeah, obviously they chose the wrong god. <laughs> they did. Pick the wrong one. They may want to reevaluate, but uh 
yeah. And I, I think yeah, also see. you've you've got to try and find a little bit. I mean, you've sort of giggled and smirked a few times in this conversation. I think you've got to do that. I think if you sit down and don't see the the maybe a lighter side or a slightly humorous side now and again, I think you would go nuts and you just end up curling up in a corner. I think. Yeah. So you know the the best thing the best thing I've enjoyed is getting out and looking at it all and go and see what the police are doing or go climbing a mountain and having a good view and taking photos. It, it helps. It helps a lot. So you know. And if I had the ability to yes. fly you you and Tracy over here, you would you could crash in this spare room that you kept out last time. But you know the, oh, the amount of money the <laughs> amount of money it would cost for you to get the flights would probably that would kind of defeat the whole object. I think, but. Uh, Exactly. If you were, yeah, if you were a, closer, uh, you would be more than welcome here. I'd appreciate that. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Both need a holiday one day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, but I, sh- yeah. I shall let you go now, Neil. I'm going to get this. We, I'm going to look for the MASH theme song, which I know where to get it from, put it on the end, and people can not necessarily enjoy this uh, this special episode, but definitely find it interesting. And... Yeah. yeah. If you you want to spare a few dollars, quids, yen, rubles, magic beans or whatever, then uh, put it into the GoFundMe campaign. I will share the links in this, uh, you know, in the, the Geek House Facebook group is probably the best place to go. Or yeah. just hit me up on Twitter and I'll pass the links on to anybody who's listening. So. I truly appreciate that. Thank you, Stuart. All right, Neil. You. Glad you're all okay. And uh, I will mm-hmm. chat to you soon. Sounds good. All, all right. right. Take care, buddy. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.